Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. thankful and grateful for a day like this we are thankful and grateful for an occasion like this father we thank you that you are a god of all nations we thank you lord for bringing us together as a people of god we thank you lord for your holy spirit we thank you lord for the opportunity now to hear your word we pray lord that you give us of your spirit to teach us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Why don't you clap your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated. Wonderful. Well, I, this afternoon, um, for a short time, I want to just read some scriptures with you. And then um, we will have communion. And then we will continue with the rest of our activities. Tell your neighbor, just relax. Say, it's an international Sunday. Say, it is once a year. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. How many of you have been following Healing Jesus? And I believe those of you who also have your pledges, you are here. You, those of you who made pledges last week, um, at the end of the service, please do not forget. I think, um, how many of you have been following some of the videos, some of the messages that you've been posting? And how many of you saw when the, um, the crusade team was um, going to Passa? You know, that road strip, the difficulties, the challenges. I mean, I'm not sure how it affected you and how it touched you. But truly, you know, God has blessed us with a true man of God who loves God. Amen. And we can see in the works, hallelujah, we can see in the fruits. And just a while ago, I posted another video as they had arrived after the second night. Bishop sent us a message and um, talking about the great works that the Lord is doing in Passa. Amen. Wonderful. Now, I was going to continue our message from last week, but I felt that, you know, let's just read some scriptures today, marking International Sunday, and I want to share a message that I call the God of all nations, the God of all nations. Hallelujah. You see, it is very natural with humans. It is very natural for us not to think about others. You see, it is natural. It is Normal amongst humans not to think about others. We normally tend to gravitate or we normally tend to move towards or drift towards people that are more like us. Isn't that so? That is what we normally do. And that is the easiest thing. People who speak our language, people who eat our kinds of food, People who wear the kinds of clothes that we wear, 
And people who do things like us, we tend to easily move towards such people. We tend to easily associate with such people. People who look like us. People who have similar skin color like us. We tend to gravitate towards them. You know, to gravitate towards something means without effort or unintentional. You know, you just move towards it. And that is what we do. And the reason is that we are a species that do not like difficult things. We are made of, or we are a kind of species that do not like difficult things. Do you understand? Whenever there is an easier way, that is what we will take. It is easy to associate with people of your kind, people that look like you. It is easy to associate with them. You see, it is easy to flow with them. And so that is what we do. When you go to a new place, when you go to a new job, or you move to a new country, or you, you, you are on a new job, you know, which many of you have been, and you tend to mingle with people who don't speak your language, people who don't look like you, they have different skin color, they do their hair differently, or their hair texture is different, you know, their dressing is different from what your upbringing has taught you. When you are in a place like that, you, it takes you quite some time to even begin to break in to get along with the people. Isn't that so? And we don't like that. We normally don't like that. It is more of an effort. You have to make an intentional effort. means you have to sometimes act certain way do certain things, and in your consciousness, you know, you have to. But when you are unconscious, you tend to do what you are normally used to. And so we don't tend to like that. So if one day you are at this place and you find someone, suddenly you meet someone or you find someone who looks like you, someone who is about your skin color, someone who speaks your language, someone who dresses like you, someone who eats your kind of food, you see some relief and you are so happy. Just that one person that you, you find. And then you, 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 you come home with joy that on the job there is this person also. You see? Because this is our nature. It is natural. It is a natural aspect of humans. Hallelujah. And so, even when we have something good, when we have something that is good, that we want to share with others, something that we we want to pass on to others, the people that come to mind are the people that look like us. The people that we think of, when you hear, for instance, that on the job there are are more positions, now they are hiring more people, the the people that come to mind are the people that look like you, the people that speak like you, the people that you are familiar with, those are the kind of people that you want to share good things with. But our God is not like that. Our God is not like humans. Our God does not have this human nature and this aspect of humans that we have. Our God, when he thought of something good, when he wanted to give something good to others, The Bible says he thought of the whole world. He thought of the whole world. 
when he has something good to give to others, in John 3 and verse 16, which we read in different languages, the Bible says, for God so loved the world, he so loved the entire world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, whosoever, no matter where you are from, no matter what kind of language you speak, no matter what kind of food you eat, no matter how you dress, whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah, but have everlasting life. Amen. In 1 Timothy 2 and verse 3 and 4, he says, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. This is the scripture. This is our God. He will have all men to be saved. He will have all men to be saved. It is only humans that when we are thinking of salvation, we think of our kind. We think of someone who speaks our language. We think of sharing with someone who looks like us. Someone who, 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 who we can relate to. But our God is not like that. You see, and our God is awesome. And you see, you realize that whoever stood here, you look and then you say, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. You look and you say, wow, look at different colors. Is it beautiful to have different colors? Is it beautiful to have black people and white people and brown people and different shades of people? It's beautiful. And that is our God. You see, the beauty is in the, the, the differences that we have. And you realize that when we think of an international Sunday, when we think of international Sunday, we're thinking of different colors. We're thinking of variety. We're thinking of different people. We're thinking of different languages. Amen. And aren't, weren't we happy, though we did not understand some of the language, Weren't we happy and enjoying it when the people were speaking? But we don't embrace it. We don't embrace that. The Bible says that in Romans 2.11, it says, For there is no respect of person with God. As far as God is concerned, there is no respect of person. There is no respect of person. He says, My house shall be a, a house of prayer For all nations. My house, my church, shall be a house of prayer for all nations. For all different kinds of people. And this afternoon, just before we go, I just want to share something, some story in one of these, uh, one in a scripture in Acts chapter 10 with you. Amen. Acts chapter 10. And verse 1. Just want you to just pay attention. Uh, For the sake of time, we may skip some of the scriptures, but I believe by the grace of God, you still will get the meaning. I believe a lot of you are familiar with this story. The Bible says, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius. A centurion of the band called the Italian band. The Bible describes him as a devout man and one that feared God 
with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming in to him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and, and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine arms are come up for a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa. You see, this is an angel of God who has come to Cornelius because of Cornelius' prayers and his arm giving. He, an angel has visited Cornelius and the angel is giving him instructions. The angel is telling Cornelius what to do. Hallelujah. Are you with me? The angel is telling Cornelius what to do. And the angel tells Cornelius, he said, send men to Joppa. Send men to Joppa. Hallelujah. He says, send men to Joppa because thy prayers and thine arms have come as a memorial before God. Therefore, send men to Joppa to a certain man whose name is Simon, whose surname is Peter. Described him precisely. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And he says, he lodged with one Simon Eterna whose house is by the seaside. So God is giving description of this particular person that Cornelius should send men to and giving his address where he lives. Amen. Amen. Now, whilst Cornelius is also sending men, this Simon Peter is also having some trance or dream or a vision. Do you understand? And in the vision, he says, he says, when, and verse 11, he says, And saw heaven open, and a certain vessel descending unto him, and a certain, he says, and a certain vessel descending unto him, as it had been a great sheet, knit at the four corners, and let down on the earth. He saw in a vision a big sheet with four corners let down from heaven on earth. And in this, he says, wherein, where all in this sheet, this big sheet, were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter said, Not so, Lord. Not so, Lord. For I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. Peter saw in a vision, and then he... The, the voice told him to rise up and kill these animals and eat. And this is not something Peter is familiar with. This is not something he's associated with. So he says, no, I will not eat something like this, which is described as far as his tradition is concerned, as far as his upbringing is concerned, as unclean. And come on. Sometimes some other nation's food appears to you as unclean and come on. They have certain smell and you don't like when they have eaten that type of food and you don't like to come close to them. Sometimes someone will make food which is his national delicacy and brings it and then you smell it and you say, what is that? I don't eat such a thing. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You say, I don't eat such a thing. 
you see, you say, I'm not, I'm not a goat, and you, you cut leaves and um, all kinds of things. I don't eat leaves, and you are angry. You go to visit someone, and then you say it's dinner time, and dinner time they bring you food, they bring you small piece of salmon because you are hungry, you want to eat. They bring small piece, small piece of salmon, and they cut a lot of leaves. They cut a lot of leaves and then they put something on it that is very sour. And then you see the person serves you with joy. Serves you with pride. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? The person brings the food with joy. Serves you with pride. And the person is looking to see how you are, you know, because even the leaves, they decorate it. They put it in a way and it's nice. And then you're looking and you're wondering, what is this? He says, I don't eat something like that. And then you ask them, do you have some rice and chicken? Do you have some rice and chicken? And then you want some pepper. Amen. So he said, this was done three times. This happened three times. And the vessel was received up again into heaven. Now while Peter doubted in in himself this vision, which he had seen, and he was wondering what it should mean, in verse 17, behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry of Simon's in his house and stood before the gate at the same time that he had this vision. These people show up. And they called and asked whether Simon, which was surnamed Peter, were lodged here. They have come to the exact place. Now, while Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Arise, therefore, and get thee down, and go with them, doubting nothing. Do not doubt anything. Don't doubt where they come from. Don't doubt the appearance. Don't doubt the language they speak. Don't doubt the kind of food they eat. Doubting nothing. Go to them. Amen. Then Peter went down to the men which were, which went, which were sent unto Cornel- from Cornelius and said, Behold, I am he whom ye seek. What is the cause wherefore you have come? What do you want here? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man, and one that feareth God, and of good report among all the nation of the Jews, was warned from God by an holy angel to send for thee into his house and to hear words of thee. To hear words of thee. So they stayed with Cornelius, they stayed with Peter, and then Peter went with them the next day. So Peter took up, verse 20 says, Peter took him up, saying, stand up. The people were trying to, when he arrived in Cornelius' house, in verse 20 says, that Cornelius was bowing. You see, Cornelius was bowing. Now you realize that this is a man who has been praying, and God has showed him a vision, and God has sent for this particular man, so as far as Cornelius is concerned, this was not a common man. This was someone who is very important. But Peter who had also his own tradition and his own personal 
desires and personal likeness had a different perspective about the whole thing. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So he says, and as he talked with him, he went in and found many that were come together. In Cornelius' house, he has gathered so many people. He says, the person that is coming, God directly showed me this person. So he announced in his neighborhood, his family members, everyone has come. That this important person is coming to say something to us. Sometimes, there are some people that God brings in your life. He will bring these people in your life for a reason. You have no idea how many times people have prayed and God has brought them. You know, you may go to a job and someone has moved from Wisconsin to take a job at where you are working and you will think it's an accident. Perhaps that prayer that God, that person prayed has led God to bring him all the way from Joppa. All the way from Cornelius to Joppa. All the way. And so that that person will sit with you in the office so that he will hear words of thee. But you look at the person and you say, this is not the kind of person who will receive their scriptures. This is not the kind of person who even will understand what I'm saying because of my accent. Because this is not the kind of person I should associate with. So look at verse 28. And he said unto them, listen, this is Peter. After these people have gathered, Peter comes to them and he said unto them, you know how that it is unlawful. It's an awful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or come unto one of another nation. I'm talking about the God of all nations. He says, Peter said, you see how it's unlawful. Do we have the New Living Translation for time's sake? You know, that's... Do you have that? He says, so I came without... Okay, Peter told them, you know it is against our laws for a Jewish man to enter a Gentile home like this or to associate with you. Wow. Someone who has prayed and God has heard his prayer and has sent an angel and has directed that person to you. He says, you know that it is unlawful for a Jewish man like me to enter into a Gentile home like yours and to associate with you. But God has shown me that I should no longer think of anyone as impure or unclean. Amen. 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 Therefore came I unto you without gainsaying as soon as I was sent. For I asked therefore for what intent ye have sent for me. For what intent ye have sent for me. And Cornelius now went over the story and told him how that four days ago the angel of God visited him in his prayer and told him in the ninth hour to send men to Joppa and so on and so forth. And directed Peter, Simon Peter personally to him. He says, now therefore we are here, present before God, to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. Verse 33. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, of a truth, I perceive. I want you to pay attention to this scripture. He says, of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. But in every nation, 
He that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. God is no respecter of any person. For God, a soul is a soul and is precious to God. A soul may be in Joppa, it is precious to God. A soul may be in Passa, it is precious to God. A soul may be in Tatale, it is precious to God. A soul may be in Brooklyn, it is precious to God. For God, a soul is a soul. God is no respecter of person. Hallelujah. That is why my heart was touched when I saw the crusade team struggling, struggling, struggling. And I said, except that God is in you. Except that God is in you. Because people will not mind about people like this. People naturally will not care about people like this. People who are even paid to do work, to represent government, they don't care about people like that. Except that God is in you. Amen. Except that God is in you. So in this scripture, Peter ministered to them. Peter preached to them. Peter shared the same thing with them. As they have also received of Christ. And they gave their lives to Christ. And they were baptized. The same people that Peter thought they were outcasts. Now listen. In chapter 11 verse 1. He says, and the apostles and brethren that were in Judea. Heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. They heard that the Gentiles have also received the word of God. And when Peter was come up to Jerusalem, they that were of the circumcision, they that were of the circumcision were the pure Jews. They that were of the circumcision contended with him. They fought with him. They were against him. The believers were against Peter. They contended with Peter. They rose up against Peter and they condemn what he has done. Hallelujah. They condemn what he has done. And when he says, saying, this is what their reason was. Thou wentest into men uncircumcised and you did eat with them. You ate their food. Their smelly food. You ate their vegetables. You ate like a cow. You act like a, like, like, like a goat. How disgraceful. You were wearing their clothes. You were mingling with them. You slept in their bed. People who are not like us. People of this color. People who are considered second class citizens. You were associating with them. You were mingling with them. Saying thou wentest into men uncircumcised. And did eat with them. But Peter rehearsed the matter from the beginning and expounded it by order unto them. And Peter told them the whole story. How that the angel of God had appeared before this man and sent men to Joppa. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? And so he said he shared the word with them and they gave their lives. They They received salvation. So he said, verse 15, And as I began to speak, as I began to speak, as I began to speak, just as I began to speak, beloved, it is not your work. If you can overlook the skin colors, if you can overlook the languages, if you can overlook the kind of food that people eat, if you can look beyond that 
and have the eyes of God and see through the people and see that as far as God is concerned, no matter what your color, no matter how tall, no matter how short, no matter what language, a soul is a soul. If only you can look through that. If only you can look through that. He said, and as I began, just I followed. Just as it was revealed to me. Though in my heart, I knew that they were not like me. I knew that they don't speak my language. I knew that they were uncircumcised. I knew that they were unclean people. By our tradition, they are not the kind of people we associate with. By tradition, by what we know, they are not the kind of people who will receive the gospel from us. But as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them. The Holy Ghost fell on them. As on us at the beginning. The same way that the Holy Ghost fell on them, it fell on us also. The same way as it was in the beginning. Then remembered I the word of the Lord. How that he said, John indeed baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. For as much then as God gave them the like gift, as he did unto us, who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, what was I that I could withstand God? What was I that I could withstand God? When we look at people and we discriminate against people, when we look at people and we think they are different and we cannot associate with them, we cannot sit with them, we cannot eat with them, when we look at people and we think we are not of that kind and so we can associate with them, he says, we stand against God. We stand against God. Because he's a God of all nations. We stand against God. He said, for as much as then, as God gave them the light gift as he did unto us, who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, what was I that I could withstand God? When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, then hath God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you learning something this afternoon? That we serve a God of all nations. Our God is a God of all nations. Hallelujah. In the book of Acts, on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit was made manifest, when the Holy Spirit came down to begin his church, an identification of his church was a sample in the second book of Acts, the second chapter. There was an identification of how God's church should be composed of. The Bible says when the Holy Spirit came, it says that and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the house where they were sitting. Go on, verse 3, verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And then there were, now listen to this. Verse 5. Just as the Holy Spirit was presented, the church of God, a copy of the church of God, how his church should be, was made manifest. Verse 5. It says, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Every nation under heaven. Then he said, verse 6, he says, Now, when this was noised abroad, you see, when we welcome the Spirit of God in our midst, this beauty is what we should see. 
This is the beauty that we should see. We should see people of all nations, people of all colors, people who dress differently, people who eat different kinds of food, people who speak differently, people who speak different languages. This is what we should see. When the Holy Spirit is present, Because he's a God of all nations. He says, now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together. They didn't even go on evangelism. The multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. Speak in his own language from different scriptures. They could hear them in their own language. They could hear them in Yoruba. They could hear them in Ghana. They could hear them in French. They could hear them in Spanish. They could hear all kinds of language. Including pigeon. I love that pigeon. I think we should hear it again. Wow. It says, and they were all amazed. Marveled. Saying one to another, behold, are not all these speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born. Now look at the people who are gathered there. He said the Parthians and Medes and Elamites and the dwellers in Mesopotamia and in Judea and Cappadocia in Pontus and Asia. All these people have gathered. He says Phrygia, Pamphylia in Egypt and in the parts of Libya about Cyrene and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Greeks and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. The wonderful works of God. I'm talking about the God of all nations. The God of all nations. Beloved, if we want to go to heaven, if we are expecting to go to heaven, then we should prepare our hearts and prepare our minds to be able to associate with people of all nations. Because in heaven, we are going to be of people of all nations. In heaven, we are going to worship in different forms. We will be together. Different people. So the people that you don't like, that you don't like the AOS, you are going to worship with the AOS. That you don't like the guns, you are going to worship with the guns. That as for you, you don't associate with Spanish people. I'm never going to marry a Spanish person. You are going to worship with the Spanish people. In heaven, we have to prepare. If you are a person that likes only your kind, then I don't know how you are going to function in heaven. Because it's going to be very difficult for you. Amen. I said it's going to be very difficult for you. There's a scripture in Revelations. Revelation chapter 7 and verse 9. Let's read that and then we can close. Because in heaven, you are going to see all kinds of people. You are going to see all kinds of people. You say, I don't associate with ex-prostitutes. They will be in heaven. You say, I don't associate with Osama Bin Laden kind of people who are, they have repented and they are there. I don't associate with the people who wear this kind of, they are there. As for me, I don't like Nigerians. They will be there. You don't like the Italians. They will be there. You don't like the Fantis. They will be there. You say, I don't like the Americans. I don't like Jamaicans. They will be there. Because it's a God of all nations. The God of all nations. He says, after this, 
I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations. This is in heaven. And kindreds of all people and tongues stood before the throne and before the lamp, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which seated upon the throne and unto the Lamb. A God of all nations. He's a God of all nations. He's a God of all nations. He's a God of all nations. Let us now grow out of our discrimination and looking at people for where they come from and what they have done in life and what language they speak and the kind of food they eat and look beyond and see that we all have one God and he's a God of all nations, a God of all tribes, a God of all languages, a God of all nations. Put your hands together for the Lord as you stand to your feet this afternoon. The God of all nations. The God of all nations. Father, we are thankful and grateful this afternoon in the name of Jesus. We give you glory and honor. Oh, what love you have. What love you have. Oh, Lord, that you give your only son because you love the world. You love the world. Your love was for the world. Your love is for every person, every people, every language, every tongue, every nation. Lord, we are thankful. We thank you that you like the tribes. Father, it is us. Therefore, oh God, deliver us from this human nature, this nature of us, that we like our tribe, that we associate with our tribe, that we associate with our color, that we associate with our people. Deliver us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, with all eyes closed, every head bow. If you are here this afternoon, you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want this Jesus. I want this Jesus. I want to welcome this Jesus into my life. You say, this afternoon, I don't want to live here the same. I have gone and I have come. I have heard this many times. But this afternoon, it's my afternoon. On this day, you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. If that is you, you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus. With all eyes closed, every eyes closed, every eye closed. And with all head bowed. If you are here and you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ into my life. I want to welcome Jesus as my Savior. If that is you. Whatever you have done. Whoever you are. It doesn't matter. The Bible says he loved the world. He loved the world. So you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. If that is your prayer this afternoon. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. And I'll pray with you. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. If that is your prayer. Lift up your hand and I'll say a short prayer with you. Is there anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? You want to welcome Jesus Christ into your life. You want to receive Jesus as your Savior. Is there anyone here like that? Oh, Jesus. Father, we are thankful. We are grateful. In the name of Jesus. 
why don't you all join me and say this prayer together say lord jesus thank you for dying for me i believe you are the son of god i believe you died for me lord jesus forgive me of my sins this afternoon i come to you just as i am lord jesus forgive me of my sins cleanse me from every unrighteousness lord jesus i believe that you died on you died on the cross that you were buried and that you rose again on the third day lord jesus cleanse me purify me i welcome you into my life be my love be my master be my lord be my savior lord jesus i love you i want to serve you i want to walk with you please write my name in the book of life thank you jesus for saving me in jesus name amen clap your hands together for jesus we hope you have been blessed immensely by this message Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.